Hi, from the crack den. It's the Film Lads podcast with Luke. And I'm Tom. Not in a crack den. Mm. It was just a real you in for all of you crack addicts out there. Semi. Semi crack den. It's definitely a den. Yeah, it's just lacking the crack. If you could bring us some crack. (laughs) I need help, man. I want my crack. (laughs) This crack is very Moorish. So far, this podcast has been 100% crack related and 0% films. So Probably shall we fair. change that? Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Let's crack on with the news. Okay, the Do news. you like Men in Black? Um, yeah. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like 22 Jump Street? Yes. Well, it seems that they're moving ahead with the rumoured Men in Black 23 Jump Street crossover. What? Really? Uh, in November, during the Sony email hacks... There was a, someone had um, thought of this idea, and Jonah Hill had emailed back saying, "Yeah, that sounds like a good idea." Oh. And now apparently it seems that, yeah, it's going ahead. That's crazy. That not, could be not either... Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones though. Different Men in Black members, it seems. Have to stress that. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Is that a deal breaker? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, if you look in Men in Black Three. They've got quite a few good comedic actors in, in small roles, like yeah. Bill Hader and, um, what's his name? The guy from Arrested Development. Will, Will somebody, Will Arnett, that's it. Will Arnett, he's funny. Mm. Yeah, they've got them in. I think it's just, oh, I don't know, like, I, the reason I would put 22, jump, well, the Jump Street franchise with the Men in Black franchise is I want to see Will Smith, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill act together. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, and without Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, I did like Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black. Yeah, it's always fun to have like that actor who just looks perpetually old and miserable. Also perpetually. That's it. I knew I got the word wrong. I was like, I'm just hoping no one knows that word just on the off chance. See, I don't know whether you want me to correct you. Oh, yeah, go for it. Because I knew I was wrong. I was just hoping that you hadn't noticed. Yeah. yeah. I do that loads. Even when I, like, I know the word, and I'm just like, mm, I can't say that today. People people will probably understand what I mean. Yeah. More news? Yeah, more news. Remember how Sony screwed up Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yes. And so they put their plans for a Sinister Six film, two more Spider-Man films, and a Venom spin-off film on hold. Yes. Apparently, Marvel have got the rights to use Spider-Man, and have you seen the Civil War trailer? Yes, I have, yeah. What do you think? Let's go a quick tangent. What do you think of the new Spider-Man costume? Um, see, again, I didn't really look into that in loads of detail. Oh, well, it's, you know, you saw it, though, didn't you? Yeah. It's, it's it, not one of those things you can analyse much. It didn't look bad. Yeah. I, I quite like they've gone for, like, an old 60s kind of original Spider-Man thing, mm. but the way the eyes move... Those are lenses, okay. and I haven't read the Civil War comic. So you can, like, focus. Yeah. The theory is Tony Stark, in the comics anyway, he makes Spider-Man a suit right. for Civil War. So because that's got technology in it, and because he's only new at the yeah. Spider-Man in-game, yeah. presumably that's the Tony Stark one, so there might be another one okay. without the lenses, for those of you who don't like the idea of there being a little quirk to the costume. Yeah. I quite liked it. Yeah, no, I do as well. Yeah. Do you wish they had held him off until the film? Um, so it was a mystery? Yeah. 
Yeah, that would have been quite nice. Yeah, that I'd say stuff like that's always too big of an opportunity to waste. Like yeah. being able to drop a character on mm. on something like Doomsday in Batman v Superman. Yeah, I mean, I would have much people kind of saying maybe Doomsday will be in it, and I thought. Wouldn't that be amazing if Doomsday was in this film? And then they just released a trailer where Doomsday rampages around. Yeah. And it's oh, just like, Wonder Woman ugh. in Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Well, I think it Gal she Gadot is... was was people knew she was going to be in the film. Oh yeah, that's and right. And people knew she's Wonder Woman, so that was more obvious. But Doomsday, you haven't got an actor there; it's just CGI. So one cool bit um, uh, about Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman. Is um, it's in one of the Justice League comics. Batman has little cases with how to kill each member oh, of the yeah. Justice League, but the his one for Wonder Woman is empty, and he goes because Wonder Woman doesn't have a kryptonite, Clark. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, which is cool. I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't know loads. I know more about Marvel, I think, and then mainly Batman and Superman, but Wonder yeah. Woman is basically just a Superman who can't fly and has a sword. Yeah, but yeah, which I think fair trade off. Oh yeah, so that sword can cut Superman, cut him up good. Could shank him in an alleyway if she wanted to. Very fair trade off. Anywho, basically, there's the making that Venom film. I'm gonna in stop the end. shaving my jeans. Yeah, you, 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 Tom picked up a razor blade um, that was just kind of hanging around, and he was just kind of like playing around with it in his hands for a while. But it was as I told him, Will Smith wasn't going to be in the Men in Black crossover, so I was for myself. Don't do anything serious here, Tom. It's okay. <laughs> He's going to be in Suicide Squad at least. That yeah. should be really good. When does that come out? August. August. New news. New news. DC, DC news. DC which you may news. or may not have heard. Commissioner Gordon yeah. has been cast for the Justice League film. Alright. And he is an Oscar winner. He is 60 years old. Ish. And he once played J. Jonah Jameson. Tom's kind of looking at me excitedly. It's J.K. Simmons. Yes! Isn't he really? Bro- yeah, he's Commissioner Gordon. Get in! I mean, I would have preferred he was, you know, Batman. Or, and or Superman. <laughs> or everyone. Oh, yeah. Simmons v. Simmons, Dawn of Simmons. That would have been a fun film. weird how much J.K. Simmons in Spider-Man looks like comic? J. Jonah oh, Jameson. yeah. They did a good job there. He's probably the most comic-accurate thing from any film, really. Yeah. Because personality, crazy. appearance, is just bang on. Yeah, because I, I kept thinking, like, I'm certain they must have done these comics after the Spider-Man film, and then oh, I checked yeah. the dates, and I was like, no. Well, actually, no. J. Jonah Jameson had a Hitler moustache for a while there. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But uh, it, it's more accurate than Spider-Man, because in those films, Tobey Maguire was 40. That's 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 an exaggeration, but you get what I mean. Yeah. He, he, he's very old. He's what, what's he doing now? He's on the SS Tugboat, Tugboat Maguire. Fair enough. I would have thought he'd been to a nursing home by now. Anywho. Would you like news about the KKK? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah. doesn't? To all of you Ku Klux Klan members out there, who consist 8% of our listeners, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to produce a film about the creation of the KKK called K-Troop. You okay with that, Tom? Um, yeah. You son of a bitch. The KKK is so messed up. Is it now? America's so messed up. Is it now? Yeah. You mean racially? Yes. Oh, I, I hadn't really noticed until Joe Scott and decided to make a film about it. What are you doing? You've got a hair. Oh, I've got a hair. Thank you. Tom's kind of grooming me right now like some kind of chimp. 
Now it's was watching oh, like some kind of rock. Oh god. I'm I'm glad that probably some people won't understand that reference because it's very dark. Yeah, it was pretty dark. How do you feel about Harry Styles? Um I don't like him, but I should just not have an opinion on him. How would you feel about him being in Christopher Nolan's new film, Dunkirk? I, I wouldn't care. Are you sure? I mean, he's not an actor. <laughs> and this is a film about Dunkirk, like a drama film. Yeah, yeah, I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he's just like in Save It Private Ryan, like that one guy at the start who just gets shot in the head, like outright. Gets captured. And it's just... German people beating him up. Saving Harry Styles, like saving Private Ryan, but they just go for, you know, leaving him. Another hair. Thank you, Tom. You've got so many hairs. I'm quite hairy. I'm like a bear. Mmm. But yeah, uh, I think Michael Caine's in that film because, uh... <coughs> stop coughing. Uh, he forgot to hold down his cough button because we've got such a uh, great... We do. Thing. We've got equipment and The studio... Buttons. Our producer's looking at us. Yeah. We haven't got any of that, okay? You have to just listen to Tom cough. Yeah. That's how it works. You, yeah. You're not going to like it either. <laughs> how do you feel about that Dunkirk film, though, in general, you know? Uh, um, Christopher Nolan. Uh, Mark Rylance and Kenneth Branagh are in it, too. Really Shakespearean like actors. I really like Mark Rylance. I haven't seen him in anything, because he's only just started making films. He's in, like, Wolf Hall. I haven't seen that. was on TV. He was pretty good in that. Golden Globe nominated for it. And yeah. Emmy nominated. And BAFTA nominated for it. Uh, no, I think he's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I've heard he's really good, but I haven't seen anything yet. What else is he in? What's he been in recently? He just won an Oscar for Bridge of Spies. Yes, that's what And a BAFTA. Yes. Yeah, he's also the BFG this year for Steven Spielberg's BFG film. Is it? Animated. I think he's doing it motion capture. It is the big, big friendly giant, though. No, um... Big fucking gringo. <laughs> no, come on, it is... Yeah, it it's, is... It's, it's a BFG. Get in. That's mint. Jack the BFG, dear. Yeah. Roll Dal fan, are you? Yeah. Like Roll Dal. Yeah. Yeah. I. Isn't I, he not nice semite? Um, I think there was something about him that was odd. If you're listening to this, go go see what he was all Googling. about. I mean, we could, but you know, I don't want to. Childhood dreams and all that. Don't want to crush him. Yeah. Like a grape in the palm of my hand. Iron Man four. Moving on. Iron Man four. Robert Downey Jr. said, it's most probably definitely not going to happen. Like, Good. Good. I had a feeling you might be like, oh, that's a shame. I like Iron Man films. I kind of like... I liked the first one. Yes. And the second one was okay. Yes. And the third one had a lot of interesting themes. Oh. But also a lot of not interesting themes. Yeah. The third one's really divisive. I mean, I quite enjoy it. There's some... It Sha- I like Shane Black. It was He's enjoyable. He's a good director. Like, it, it's... It it set itself up for kind of, I'm no longer Iron Man. I want to build Ultron and become Iron Man again. Fact, yeah. Not even after he built Ultron, just straight up he was just... He, 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 at the start of Age of Ultron, he was just Iron Manning, Iron Manning around. Yeah, he was. After he just made a big speech about being Iron <laughs> yeah, Man. Yeah, that's very fair. But yeah. In any case, he said there's probably not going to be one. Mm. But you know what there will be? What? Dan. Da-da-dan. Dan. Da-da-dan. Da-da-da. Da, 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 da. I got this now. Harrison Ford likes marijuana. Da, 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 da. What the? F- no, Harrison Ford is like notorious for being a big fan of marijuana. Yeah, yeah. aren't we all? Yeah. So all into- right, all right, all right. <laughs> into that, I say. All right, all right, all right. 
But yeah, July July 2019, new Indiana Jones film with Harrison Ford. What, crazy? Yeah. I mean, would you rather they have recast? Because for a while they were saying we might get someone like Chris Pratt in or someone like that to take on the mantle, like a, either before I think it Raiders. depends on the story. If if they're going to be open and honest, and it's like, and here's old Indiana Jones doing some stuff. But if they go, it's still in his prime Indiana Jones. Just and it's 77 year old Harrison Ford socking the Nazis. <laughs> Harrison Ford running around CGI karate chopping people. Well, he can't even move his arms fast enough. He just had to CGI it in. <laughs> no. That's they had to film him separately, like Christopher Lee. Oh, I remember. Oh, that's harsh. I love do, Christopher Lee. Oh, it's a shame, yeah. Do, do you remember? He had a great innings. 93, I think yeah, he was. He did. Um. Spoke six languages, including Scandinavian ones, which... That's crazy. Yeah, it's odd. He also has the record for most sword fights in a film, like, from any actor, I think. Okay. I think he was quite big on fencing, maybe, I don't know. That is actually crazy. That's a tangent. But yeah, how did you feel about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull before Um, it came out? Before it came out, I was sort of... I'd say it's pre-peak film, me. I thought it was going to be good. I thought it maybe was a bit overhyped. Yeah. When it came out, it was definitely overhyped, but I enjoyed the film. $750 million it made. Mm. Generally did quite all right, but then people in like in the recent years have come and said, "What? what's of all the CGI gophers in the fridge and the aliens? And like, I immediately wasn't fond of the aliens in it. Yeah, and yeah. I guess that's a spoiler for an eight-year-old film, but come on. Yeah. If you haven't seen an eight-year-old film by now... Okay, you can kind of tell it's going to be aliens, though. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, who <laughs> else has a head like that? Genuinely, just a deformed man with a crystal skull. Yeah, it was like we found this crystal skull. Oh, really? And what's it made out of? Glass. <laughs> well, so how was it built? Using like a cast or something. Yeah. It's... They poured in the molten glass and then broke the cast off. Wait, so is it is it magical? No. If you look very closely here, it says Sheffield Glass Industry on the bottom there. We probably should have spotted that before going to Peru. I mean, the airline tickets alone, you know. But wouldn't we have found this way earlier if it was only made in Sheffield? Well, the Chinese do these kind of things nowadays. Put Sheffield Glass out of business in the massive crystal skull business. Anyway, I remember being, apart from that uh, Sheffield Glass tangent... Uh, I remember being so excited because I think there were some films, granted when I was a child I watched like a lot of the big kind of films like Back to the Future, Star Wars, Indiana Jones yeah. and then it wasn't really until I became a teenager that I started watching like Tarantino's and like the really good films yeah. but because Indiana Jones was one of those great ones that I watched when I was younger, when Kingdom of the Crystal Sword came out yeah, yeah, I was so fucking hyped Yeah, yeah. the trailer way he tries to do the swing, but he's too old, and he hits the truck instead, and doesn't break his spine upon reflection. That's fair. And then he beats up those two guys, even though they were just looking at him and could have easily detained him. Indiana Jones had some, like, crazy bits. He met Hitler. Yeah. He got Hitler's autograph. One, like, the one where he blended that guy's head. The first one? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. In, in, in each of the Indiana Jones films, one henchman dies... In the most gruesome, horrific, imaginable way. Oh, yeah. Temple Crystals. of Doom oh, yeah. created the PG-13 rating in America. Because, like, parents were like, a man got his heart torn out. Yeah, um, 
But yeah, there's in the first one the guy goes into the plane propeller. Yeah. In the second one a guy gets crushed between two devices which crush rocks. Yeah. In the third one a guy goes under a tank tread. Is that what you call it? A tread? A track? Yeah, yeah, a tank track. track? Tread. Then in the fourth one my guy gets eaten by ants. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. But he was Russian. So all in all Pretty good ants. Am I right? All in all, get your friendly helper ants. Yeah, Keep the commies at bay. I think that's the end of the news now, and uh, you've had your fair share. I mean, look at that time. 16 minutes of news. Woo! That's a lot of news. That is a lot of news. Big news as well. Shall we move on to the feature presentation, which is some quick-fire reviews of films we've seen recently before Hail Caesar, a slightly mm. longer quick-fire review, I suppose. Mm. So we're going to go from shortest quick-fire review onwards? All right. Okay, then. I watched Legend, the Tom Hardy film, uh, yesterday, in fact. In between a 6 and a 7 out of 10, he's really good in it. From a narrative perspective, they they chose to tell it from his his wife's perspective. It glorified him a bit too much. It would have been better if they'd chosen Chris Reckleston's policeman. They didn't really use history properly, and it was inaccurate. They glorified them. And they try to emulate Goodfellas too much. Because you get a gangster film trying to be Goodfellas. That's good. Aim high. But then when you've got a tracking shot around a club, which is just identical to the one in Goodfellas, oh, yeah. and a guy flipping because someone insulted him and then stabbing him to death. Yeah, okay. You know. But it was entertaining, at least. Yeah. So that's Legend. Um, Tom watched. I watched... I don't even know if this is... It's basically not a new film. Ted 2. Ted 2. Yeah, no, it was last year. Yeah, okay. It's a new film. Yeah, fairly new. Yeah, it was uh, July last year, I think it was. Oh, okay, okay. Take it away. Um, Ted 2. I thought it was mildly entertaining. I liked it. I can't really remember the plot, though. Um, oh, I can remember the yeah. plot. They try and steal him again. <laughs> really? It's, the, it's all the plot ever is. And also the... Oh, and... Uh, it's whether he's a person or not. Yeah. It's both of them. Which is, yeah, I think actually it was a pretty funny route for it to go down. Like, they could have done a lot less funny things with yeah. it. Uh, it was fairly good. Ted just gets really crass. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not the kind of person who hates foul language, levity, coarse language. But at the same time, like, it kind of annoys me when it's just all swears and it doesn't need to be. There's one joke in it, which is a straight from Family Guy, where he goes to a sperm clinic and gets covered in sperm. Oh, yeah. That is just literally from Family Guy. I haven't seen this, but I've seen a couple of brief clips. There's a Liam Neeson cameo or so, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, know. that actually was pretty funny. I don't know if the rest of the film's like that. No, that was... I wouldn't say the high point. But <laughs> essentially, Liam Neeson tries to buy some uh, Trix cereal, and yeah. uh, I don't know how much you know about American culture, but Trix is for kids, as the slogan says. Yeah. So he's quite apprehensive about buying the cereal yeah. and uh, double checks first. Yeah, it's good. It is pretty good. Liam Neeson, I really like in comedies. It turns out. Oh yeah, he's really good in Ted Two. He was the best bit in Life's Too Short. It's a shame he was in the first episode, because immediately they set the bar quite high, because there's a hilarious bit. 
yeah. where Liam Neeson tries to become a, become a comedian. Yeah. And then it's just downhill from there. Oh, it is. So quickly downhill. Yeah. Anyhow. That was a poor series, though. Oh, yeah, I'm glad they didn't bring it back. Don't like Warrior Davies. That's a tangent for another day. Yeah. Rating for Ted 2? Rating for Ted 2, I'd give it... Mm, depending on the audience, but I'd say for people our age, maybe a 6 or a 7 out of 10. But what's your personal opinion, do you think? Uh, maybe... Screw the audience, just you. A five, just you. Maybe a 5.5 out of 10. Sounds fair. Yeah. You also saw straight out of Crompton... Correct. Crompton. I was talking to someone the other day and they were calling it Crompton, but they couldn't they couldn't say Compton. Oh, okay. Uh that I really liked and mm. I do think it was Oscar nomination worthy. It had one nomination for original screenplay. I'd have given it more. And do you want to, do you want to know what the fun fact about that is? Mm-hmm. Um the cast are meant to be very good in it, the director are meant to be very good. They're black. Mm. The writers who were nominated, can you imagine what ethnicity they are? Were they Chinese? They were the colour of Tom's T-shirt right now. That's weird, because I'm wearing a white... T- oh, oh. America. Hollywood. Come on, guys. It's almost as if a bunch of old Republican men working for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts are somehow bigoted. I I can't believe that. Old white Republican men. They're the most... Men- I thought they were the most gender-neutral... Racially tolerant people, they are, and I think they are. I think that's what they select them on: diversity. Yeah, isn't it something like zero point? They hate they hate blacks and they hate women. That's diverse. That's all (laughs) kinds of diverse hatred. And they hate poor white people. Oh yeah. So like, they got all the shades in there. Like Bradley Cooper though. Yeah, but being fair, I like Bradley Cooper. Do you like him enough for an Oscar nomination for American Sniper though? I never saw American Sniper. So I but let me put it this way: only the Academy nominated him. Yeah, but that I think that's more of an America thing. Cause oh it's like, yes, here's a film about the Americans. I gotta go snipe them Taliban, Mom. What yeah. are they? What it, are they doing over there, son? Well, remember back in the day when they killed some of ours? Now I'm gonna go shoot the heads of the babies. <laughs> I think. He he had 150 confirmed kills, the American sniper, Chris Kyle. That's crazy. But he says he probably had more like 250. So that's like, him him alone got back like a twelfth of the people who were killed in 9-11. Yeah, which is One man. man. Crazy. Yeah. And not good. <laughs> yeah, it, it glor- that film glorifies him a bit. Cause the, well, yeah, it glorifies him, but also demonises the Middle East more than the book. I read the book afterwards... The opening scene, which is like in the trailer where uh, Taliban, well, I can't remember where he is, but I think it's like an Afghan woman hands her child a bomb yeah. and sets sets him off to run at the military to kill them. In He, he shoots them both to stop them. Yeah. But in the book, like the real account of events, there was no child. It was just a woman. Oh, okay. So they did stuff like that in the film to make it a bit more sensationalised. Yeah, that's a bit... Because America... Yeah. Anywho, why well, just derailed you if I was straight out of Compton, I think. Yeah. Or maybe you derailed yourself. I don't know. Bit of a... Ah, I did, yeah. I re... No, I really liked Straight Outta Compton. Uh, I thought the story was interesting. That's good. Now let's carry on to Hail Caesar. <laughs> no, carry on. carry on. You have the floor... 
No. And more importantly, my blessing. I relinquish the floor back to you. Um, I thought the story was interesting and good and well told. Um, the only thing is, it's one of those films where, do you know how they quickly gather pace? Yeah. But they kind of gather pace all the way through the film. Yeah. So the end of the film... Well, no, no, no. The first half of the film went so quickly, which kind of made it hard to watch. Yeah. Because I was like, shit, what happened five minutes ago? Where is this all leading? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Ice Cube's son, who plays Ice Cube. O'Shea Jackson. Crazy. H- how good he is? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he looks so much like Ice Cube. I feel like he's got an advantage, though, somehow. No, I know, but... No, I thought he was really good. Uh, his character... All of the characters were good, though. Don't you think it's weird how O'Shea Jackson turned up to an audition and was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to play this character. And he's like, oh, we think you should play this guy. He's like, oh, no, wait, that's my dad. And he's like, oh, really? That's a coincidence. Or do you think maybe the uh, producer, Ice Cube, maybe there's some nepotism there? There's definitely some nepotism going on there. Like, oh, hi, son. Oh, wow. You've been cast as me. That's a coincidence. It's the equivalent to the, when I was your age, I had to do this, this and this. When I was your age... In fact, no, I'm not going to tell you. Here's a script. You're going to do enough. it yourself. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, oh, who was the white guy in it? Paul Giamatti? Yes. He's... I don't know what he looks like in the film, but he's he's... Of average height, bit flabby. He yes. was the rhino in Amazing Spider-Man 2. <coughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, just... Um, definitely go and watch it. I'd give it an 8 or a 9 out of 10. Oh, that's good. Mm. That was a really interesting story. I think it's historically important. I think it's important in the way that you view current events today. And it's really entertaining. That's good. It will make you want to listen to Fuck the Police a lot. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I haven't seen the film, but I imagine it would entertain me and it would be very solid in the way it was made. 8 out of 10 from Luke. Yep. But I'm never going to watch it. Because I feel like Tom here has summarised it well enough for me. Definitely watch it. I might. I will when I have the opportunity. It's so good. Apparently, um, my one grievance with it, though is the producers of the film are Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. Mm. So I'm concerned that, you know, maybe they may twist things to make themselves look better. Are you saying they weren't being honest, Luke? Yeah, partially because I heard an account of them leaving out something like Dr. Dre beat up a woman. Which Fucking hell, Dr. Dre. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what the context was, but I think it was there was some kind of scene in the film. Yeah. I think it was like a radio station woman was bad-mouthing him, so he went and threw her down a flight of stairs. But I think that, by all rights, should have been in the film, but they left it out, that kind of thing. That's crazy. Anywho, I guess the last film is Hail Caesar. Mm-hmm. Now, Coen Brothers, yes. Caesar, Hail. What do we know? <laughs> yeah, basically, I want to see Hail Caesar, new Coen Brothers film, where George Clooney is an actor who gets kidnapped from the set of Hail Caesar, and Josh Brolin is Hollywood fixer Eddie Mannix, who, although it's a real-life person, isn't, you know, he didn't actually do these things, um, has to go and find him while sorting out other problems like Scarlett Johansson being unmarried and pregnant, 
Um, Ray Fiennes uh, is a really prestigious English director, but the studio decide to cast a cowboy actor who can barely talk properly in his new film, so he's unhappy about that. He's got to sort all these problems out, and I'm not going to lie, it's probably the worst Coen Brothers film I've ever seen, which sounds harsh, but it was just good, not great, you know, because it, it, it tries to, to... It's meant to be a comedy, isn't it, from the way it's marketed, and the Coen Brothers have a really kind of dark sense of humour, and... And kind of like Wes Anderson, it's not just like a straight-up joke a lot of the time. It's kind of just the performance and the dialogue. The performance turns ordinary dialogue into a joke almost. But with this, it's there's there's one scene which is... There are two scenes which are definitely meant to be humorous. One where he's talking to a Catholic priest, um, some kind of... It's a Jewish rabbi, another guy, and then someone who's either... I don't want to generalise, but... Um, I think he was wearing a turban okay, or, or some kind of hat. So I, I think it might have been Islam. I, I'm not entirely certain. But he's talking to them and getting their opinion about their depiction of Jesus in the film Hail Caesar. Okay. And that's a definite comedy scene, like the dialogue. Hmm. But then the only other scene which is also funny... If it's depiction of Jesus, it's likely to be a Muslim. Yeah, that, that was it, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I think he brings up some kind of Muslim terminology at some point as well. Because... They view Jesus as one of the prophets. Oh, do they? Though not the Messiah. Yeah. Because we're the three Abrahamic religions. Which oh, sounds right. cool. What do you mean we? Christianity, Judaism. I, I, um, I'm, I'm, none the, I'm none of these things. Neither am I. I'm just like... You already mentioned Judaism and England's a Christian country. Fair enough. Past wise. Anywho. But yeah, that, that scene's kind of funny. But then the, the proper funny scene... Where it's definitely humorous and is funny, and it's easily the best scene is Ray Fiennes trying to direct Alden Ehrenreich. I think that's how you say his name, and they're both they're both great in the film. Ray Fiennes is only in two scenes, which is a shame. Yeah. But when he is in it, he's just great. It's like he's like Gustav H in the Grand Budapest Hotel, trying to get it, this cowboy actor to say, "Twid tour is so so simple," or the line from the trailer. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's in the trailer basically, and that is the best bit. But the rest of the film is tonally weird. Like, it's kind of comedy caperish, but not especially funny, or even trying to be funny. And, you know, it's 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 interesting, but mm. there's so little plot. It's, there's about an hour and 45 minutes. There's about an hour of plot. Yeah. George Clooney being kidnapped, etc. Then the rest of it is pretty much just set pieces, like dance numbers with Channing Tatum. And although they're really well choreographed, and Channing Tatum is a good dancer in them, even if it is not quite... The the tap dancing on film, it's they yeah. kind of they kind of sync up the noise so it looks like it's mm. properly done. Yeah. But it's not quite. It looks like it's legitimate, but it's just it's just lacking laughs and drama and whatnot. There's, there's a you know trumbo. Yeah. It 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 goes into some of the themes like that about Hollywood in the fifties and communism, but there's just there's just yeah it's just really lacking and the cast each cast member is only in about two scenes apart from Josh Brolin. Okay. Alden Ehrenreich and Josh Clooney, but yeah, it's, it's still worth a watch. I understand all the criticisms, so like seven out of ten from me. Okay, but seven out of ten though. Yeah, it's good. It's just it, the Coen Brothers should do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But would you like to know some fun trivia about Hail Caesar? Yes. Um, Dolph Lundgren, 
you know the um, Rocky Four, the original Punisher. Dolph Lundgren actually has some kind of chemistry degree. He's actually really intelligent. Yeah. For someone who looks like a complete meathead, but he's in Hail Caesar briefly as a Russian submarine commander. Right. And Ethan and Joel Cohen. They thought, oh great, we got Dolph Lundgren, this is a fun cameo. But what they didn't realise is that he's so broad-shouldered, he yeah. couldn't get through a submarine hatch they had built. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I don't know how they got around it exactly, but I think it's the way they edit it in the film, you don't see it. But behind right. the scenes, I think, they couldn't get him through the hatch. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he, good on him for being possibly a doctor, yeah. or having a Doctor, I don't know, something like that. In chemistry, no less. Yeah. Respectable. Yeah. Not quite film studies, though, is it? <laughs> and all we care about around here is film studies. Isn't that right, Tom? No. Yeah, we like <laughs> no film studies. No one respects film studies. Everyone loves film studies. I don't think, I don't think they do. Uh, I, I hear it's actually the second most difficult degree. After media. Stop. Anyway, that's it, for, that's it for you, isn't it? Yeah, that's us covered. Uh, have we got anything we want to say? Next time, Batman v Superman preview. Yeah. Time after that, Batman v Superman review. Yeah. Yeah. I'll switch it up. I'm thinking next time, Batman v Superman review. Yeah, we break into Warner Brothers. We steal a roll of film, plus Henry Cavill. We have a quick watch. And then we, we play- review it. With Henry Cavill. Weeks ahead. Spoil it for everyone. Torture Henry Cavill. Have sex with Henry Cavill. Bye. I feel like we may have incriminated ourselves slightly there.